the poor blonde. Choose your favorite beverage, get ready for some real talk, no sugar coating or sparing feelings here, real and raw. This is Wendy, the poor blonde. Welcome, welcome. This is your poor blonde Wendy. I am hoping that the night before Halloween is all seeing you fabulous. Hopefully you've gotten all of your Halloween parties out of the way, had a grand time, got to see everyone dressed up in costume and partied like rock stars. And today you're just kind of chilling, getting over um, all of the parties and the candies and the fabulous foods that I'm sure that you all have indulged in. Um, tonight's pour is from 10 Barrel um, Brewing Company. It is out of Bend, Oregon. Um, it is called All Ways Down. It is a double IPA, Indian Pale Ale, 9% ABV and 75 IBU. Um, they are classifying this as an imperial double. Um, from what I have found about this particular beer is <clears throat> it seems to be graded about a four out of five for the most part. Um, I have never had this one, but I found that 10 barrel does not seem to disappoint me. So I have opened my can. So let's get this party started. Oh, it smells so good. Oh, this is nice. This isn't as hoppy as I kind of expected it to be being an imperial but it's got a great flavor. It does have a little bit of a bite, but nothing overbearing, overpowerful. Mm. Yeah, I'm telling you, Tan Barrel just does not disappoint me at all. And this one definitely, um, this is definitely a great beer. So if you can find it in your neighborhood, I definitely would recommend it. So this evening, just to let you know, if you know anything about me, you know I am no holds bar. Sometimes, yeah, I drop a few F-bombs. Sometimes I can get a little down and dirty. And tonight, it's going to be a little down and dirty. But gonna have so much fun getting down and dirty um to me that's always the best so I want to talk about the reality versus Hollywood sex yeah I'm gonna just put it right out there for you so I gotta know are you a cuddler are you someone who likes to be spooned how about laying in the what spot do you flip a coin to see who gets it i mean for real this is real life down and dirty nitty-gritty sex the difference of what hollywood puts out there and portrays i mean am i the only one who gets frustrated on how sex is portrayed 
in Hollywood movies. I mean, after doing the deed, they cuddle like it's post-sex bliss. I mean, they don't even put in the movies that you have to halt ass to the bathroom to pee. I mean, trying to prevent the next UTI is all about the urination. Am I right? I mean, and who talks about cranberry juice and bacterial medication in the movie scenes? Unless I'm not watching the right movies, they don't. I mean, who talks about making sure they have their cranberry pills that they get at Costco by, you know, the 300 count? They don't. They just have it where... They have great sex and they lay there like it's all good, like it's all fine, like the bacteria isn't forging itself through the urinary canal. And then, well, the UTI happens. And as we know, those of us who have had UTIs, it's not pleasant but they don't show that, they don't talk about that, and they sure don't warn you about that on Hollywood movies. They just think that it's just this post-sex bliss. Well, I'm gonna tell ya, it's not so much. So what about the cleanup afterwards? I mean, we're laying there like stiff boards, praying for no leaks, please don't leak, please don't leak, please. Or hoping we get a cleanup towel handed to us. Or that we're doing the Benny Hill theme song. And if you don't know the Benny Hill theme song, you need to go to YouTube and look it up. Because we're trying to get to the bathroom so there's no dripping. They don't show that in Hollywood sex scenes. No, it's still post-sex bliss. So taking someone home is a chance you take, right? I mean, but what about the chance you take before you go home? Fiddling with your keys to open up the car door. Getting off a Dirty Max train. Fiddling with your keys again to get in the door of your home. I mean, come on. You have to wash those hands. And if not we may end up with a yeast infection. And Hollywood does not talk about the phone call that you have to make to your friend to confirm that that's what you have. Because, you know, our friends are the end-all, know-all, be-all of all the diseases before we call the doctor, right? So let's not mention that doctor visit and that discussion that we have to have with them. And the suppositories, yeah, the suppositories that you have to invest in. And it's not cheap. I mean, all of this is not really cheap. The call to the doctor, the visit, the embarrassment, the guilt, and then the suppositories. Or the extra pads that you have to buy now. I mean due to the creamy leakage. I don't know, is that too descriptive for you? Is that like using 
I don't know. What's the word that people absolutely hate? Moist. (laughs) Hollywood doesn't talk about that. Hollywood makes things to be perceived in a certain way. And it's just not that way. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to sit here and watch, you know, an hour and a half of porn. That's not what I'm getting at. Because porn doesn't do this either. But porn is just a little bit different than the Hollywood sex, let's be clear. So, oblivious to the world around you, you bust through the door, never tripping over the barking dog. The babysitter watching your kids is now uncomfortable watching you. Or the roommate who didn't check her phone for you to tell her to beat it before you're beating down your damn door. That must have been forgotten by the writer of the movies as well. I mean, these things really do occur. In the movies, that's not how it's portrayed. Always make that phone call. The person always is is gone. The busting down the door, the tripping over the furniture. I mean, I've had some sex, but like I'm not busting down doors, let's be clear. And I sure know where my furniture's at. And I'm really not interested in tripping over my furniture and breaking my furniture and or an arm or a leg in, you know, the prospect of getting laid, right? So now you're ripping off each other's clothes. You're doing the hop step out of the pants. I mean, let me tell you, you rip off my shirt that I just bought at Target for date night you wouldn't need to worry about hop stepping out of your britches. The door is right there. You know how you came in it. You know how to leave through it. I mean, inflation. Have you heard about it? That shirt was purchased after a long and hard thought about not having lunches for the next week at work. I mean, why would you rip off somebody's shirt? You don't know if they purchased it at, I don't know, Nordstrom's or whatever high-end place that they did for a date night. I mean, I'm like on the Target, you know, spectrum. But why would you rip off somebody's shirt? I mean, for heaven's sakes, there's things called buttons lifting over your head like a t-shirt. But ripping it off, I don't know. That seems a little much. And let's talk about the slapping of the bodies. Because that really does happen. I mean, the slow moving of bodies in synchrony. Like you're watching synchronized swimmers just doesn't happen. Let's be clear. There is slapping going on. There are body parts that are doing things that you never really thought your body part would be, could be, should be, maybe even in the realm of doing. But it happens. It totally happens. But Hollywood doesn't portray it that way. Hollywood portrays it as this bliss of synchronized swimming. Everybody's moving in the same way. The rhythm is exactly the same. Because let's be clear, it's not. Somebody is always falling off the rhythm. Somebody's always falling off the beat. 
let's be clear, then you got to start over to make sure that you're back on that damn rhythm or that you got the beat down again, right? And then there's the dripping of the sweat. I mean, if you're lucky enough not to have it drip in your mouth or your eye, because it might sting a bit, or even the smell of sweat, your mascara running, like you just decided to be a raccoon for Halloween at the last minute. I mean, these actors and actresses, they have no issues with their mascara. No issues of sweat dripping. You may see the glistening of said sweat on their back or on their face. But it's all cued to be blissful. Am I right? What I would like is for Hollywood to portray the act of sex from beginning to end to be more realistic. Like, you know, always have a towel on hand. And if you can't dance your way to the restroom, always have your BFF on, always have your, or excuse me, I'm sorry, always have a towel on hand. And if you can't dance your way to the restroom, then just lay there like a stiff damn board. Try not to move. Always have your BFF on speed dial to confirm, am I going to get a UTI? Am I, am I might get a UTI. I, didn't, I don't remember if I got up fast enough to go to the bathroom after. So do you think maybe I have a UTI? How long should I wait till I know that I have a UTI? Or the yeast infection? I mean, you know, our friends are the ones who know more about yeast infections and UTIs, right, before we call a doctor. Make dang sure you don't spend too much money on that do that new date night shirt. I mean, I'm just saying, whether it's from Target, Walmart, Macy's, Nordstrom's, wherever you do your fine shopping, don't spend a lot of money on it. Your home may never be clear of people and animals. And if this is a casual encounter and you don't want him to know where you live, I mean, always safety first. Use the back seat of the car or the nearest parking garage. Beggars can't be choosers. There you have it. Making movies more realistic. Because we have people that are up and coming in their lives that are watching these movies. They've watched Disney. They think that things are going to be a specific and certain way. And when it happens, when the deed is ready to be done, those young people have clearly not going to realize what is going to hit them in the face. And it might be some sweat. But it was not portrayed in the movie that they just watched. It was this beautiful bliss post-sex. So, let's continue this conversation. You can always email me at thepoorblonde, P-O-U-R, blonde at gmail.com. Message me at thepoorblonde 
on Instagram. We can always keep this conversation going. I'm pretty sure that I have missed a ton of things that I think Hollywood should change, update, whatever, regarding the blissful post-sex. For now, my friends, enjoy your week, and I will be back with you soon. For me to you, keep on pouring. Please subscribe and leave a rating or review. Email at the poor blonde, that's P O U R, the poor blonde at gmail.com, and can continue our conversation.